Welcome back to the Yikes podcast, the podcast that um, is all about the things that make us go yikes, the things that make us overwhelmed and want to run away from them. But instead, we say that we want to lean in to them and transform that energy into action together. Um, the post this podcast is all about the things like climate justice, anti-oppression, activism, community building, liberation and so much more. And alongside the normal episodes that Michaela and me or the us like us two with a guest um, have, we also have this mini series called On the Front Lines. Um, this series will be happening every other episode, so you, you will get one episode of uh, Michaela, me and our guests, um, and then this mini series. The On the Front Lines episodes will be by people directly from a group or a collective that are on the front line experiencing and or resisting um, this certain front line that can be uh, a, the climate crisis, an extractivist project, as well as other topics like resisting uh, violence around borders, doing migrant justice work, um, occupying factories, labor organizing and so much more. By hearing from those groups directly, we hope to increase the awareness of the respective struggle and um, how these people um, are resisting and what they are organizing and how we can incorporate that knowledge into our daily lives and build solidarity networks across struggles. So there will usually also be uh, calls of actions and how to engage with the certain struggle and resistance that is happening um, and how you can kind of like join into that and um, follow those calls of actions from wherever you are in the world. Uh, last time we heard from land defenders in Mexico and today we will hear from a group in Germany uh, who are also land defenders and in some ways connected. Um, in the Zad Rheinland, so the zone to defend, um, the group is called Lützerath Bleibt. They are fighting against the um, further destruction of villages, specifically Lützerath um, here, um, which are supposed to be uh, destroyed for coal extraction in already one of the top 10 largest coal mines in the world. Um, you will hear a lot more in the episode, um, calls of action and how to join this fight and also how it is connected to other groups across the world for example the caravan por el agua y la vida um, that we heard from last week from the um, pueblos unidos um, they actually on their website have a connection to them so definitely check them out um, a lot of it is in german but also some of their social medias are in other languages and um, you can translate websites um, if uh, if language is a barrier in that sense so without further ado, um, we will hear now directly from one of the spokespeople from Lützerath Bleibt. Hi, I'm Indigo and I'm an activist from Lützerath Bleibt. Lützerath is a small village in Western Germany and we have taken this village, we have occupied it in order to make sure that the coal under it stays in the ground. So we are fighting here for climate justice, um, for a whole different world, because we are sure that we cannot face the climate crisis if we don't um, face, question and fight capitalism. So this is basically what we try to do here, to be an obstacle against the capitalist destruction that is happening around us um, and at the same time try to strengthen solidarity and build another world. 
Letzte Rat ist das really, really small village next to the Serpent Cast Coal Pit um, by the Dick Lignite Coal. And um, this open, pit, open cast coal pit has been there for more than 40 years already. And, and it had destroyed a lot of villages already. But at the moment, just Lützerath is still in danger and there are other five villages where still people are living that don't want to leave the house. And it's still not sure um, if they're going to be destroyed for the coal or not. But it seems like we have actually already won them, which is a huge success because a few years ago, it seemed impossible that these five villages stay. And with our common resistance, we already saved these five villages and now, or probably saved them. And now we are concentrating on Lützerat. Um, and our current situation is basically that um, we try to um, get more and more people to Lützerath because we are in the danger of an eviction um, starting from September. Because in Lützerath we live as activists and we are quite a lot, we are maybe around 100 most of the time. But there's also one farmer who has lived in Lützerath for a long time already, Eckhart Heukamp. And at the moment, a lot of the camp and a lot of what, just le what is left from Litzerat actually is the property of Eckhart. Um, but since he lost a law case against the mining company RWE, um, it, uh, he sold his house and his land. And um, starting from September, it becomes the property of RWE. And then what they're basically trying to do is evict us from there. So we try to um, focus on this time um, to build up structures in Lützerath at the moment so um, people can um, come there, live with us, resist with us and build up structures to make Lützerath unevictable. political situation is quite interesting because in Nordrhein-Westphalia, the state in, of Germany where um, we are located, there had been evictions, uh, there had been elections and um, the Green Party and the Conservative Party are going to govern the region and they already decided <laughs> in the first days of their negotiations that there will um, destroy Lützerat to dig the coal under it. And that's interesting because, of course, the Green Party really talks a lot about climate change. And um, both of the parties, of course, um, agreed to stick to 1.5 degrees according to the Paris Agreement. But now we have a study that proves 
that the 1.5 degree limit um, is actually physically um, in front of Lützerath. So if Germany wants to stick to this goal, um, they have to stop digging coal in front of Lützerath. So with this incident, we can actually show that they are lying and that they are talking and talking, but not really make any, um, yeah, that they don't make, make any effort to actually um, stick to what they're saying. And we don't think that this is a coincidence or that this is just like, um, yeah, some people who are failing and are reckless or something, but we really think that this, um, shows that governments inside of capitalism are not really able to solve this problem because they are actually depending on economy and um, the economy is depending on growth and um, while it's growing and growing um, there's not a way to actually protect the climate or not protect it but stop destroying it um, so what we really try to show in Lützerath as well, is that we can make a change if we self-organize, if we come together and um, yeah, build up something different from down below. Also for us, it's important to say that, yeah, maybe according to the study, we are actually the 1.5 degree limit for Germany, but um, 1.5 degree can never be a goal. It can never be something that we actually aim for because um, this 1.1 degree or 1.2 degree um, of global warming that we are already facing, that we already live with at the moment, is um, already the hell for a lot of people. It's already destroying lives. It's already killing people. Um, and it's already leading to the extinction of a lot of species. So 1.5 degree is not a goal or something good that we can aim for. Um, and yeah, the reason why we work with this is only because this is what the politicians have actually promised and still they fail in what they promised. And I think um, like having this in mind that we are actually... <laughs> located in Germany, which is one of the ca uh, countries who caused most of the climate crisis, but also one of the countries who is more or less able to protect themselves from a lot of effects of the climate crisis. Um, I think this is important to have this in mind. talk about Lützerath as a frontline of the climate crisis because we um, are actually trying to block parts of the climate destructions here. Like the um, mining area is one of the carbon bombs. It's um, the biggest source of CO2 in whole Europe. Um, so we can actually physically stop climate destruction here. Um, but it's not a front line in the sense that people who are most affected of the climate crisis are actually facing um, the climate crisis and fighting it. So I think this is a really important difference. Um, yeah, and also 
because we actually have this lag, because here we caused the climate crisis, but we are not especially affected from it. Um, for us, it's really important to um, try to build up global networks and um, work together with people who have been fighting environmental destructions for a lot longer amount of time than we did. Um, and these are especially people in the global south who have been um, fighting, struggling against environmental destruction since more than 500 years already, since the start of the colonization. And um, this is something that we really try to integrate in our praxis. So for the future, we of course hope that Lützerath stays and I think we have a chance that it stays, um, not because the government will save it if we ask them kindly, but because we build up this strong nets of solidarity and because I think a lot of people in whole Europe and in the whole world will raise their voice if they come for us to destroy Lützerath. And this is also how you can like participate. You can just come to Litzerat whenever you want. You will always find a place to sleep here. You will always find people to laugh with and to fight with. Um, and you will always get food or whatever else you need here. Um, and you can just give whatever you want to give to this resistance. Um, but you also can get active from wherever you are, from your home. You can um, stay tuned and make any kinds of solidarity actions if something is happening here in Lützerath. And of course, we don't just hope that Lützerath stays, but also that the seeds that we have planted here one day grow and uh, that they grow together with all the other seeds that people around the whole world are planting in their struggles. And that this seeds of solidarity and this seeds of another possible world grow and that we reach another society where we don't have to fight to stay alive. Thank you so much, Indigo, for sharing those really inspiring words and stories from Lützerath Bleibt. Um, also how, yeah, just how it's such a different front line and these different types of front lines that exist. Um, and also the connection to the international kind of um, other projects, for example, Pueblos Unidos. So on the website of lützeratlebt.info, um, there is actually a link to the caravan Poer Agua y La Vida. Um, and so I think that just like really highlights how all of those frontline struggles are connected in so many ways and um, which is why we want you know to a need to increase international solidarity across those struggles um, so please follow the calls of actions that um, that were shared in the episode we will put all of the links the um, website and the social medias in the bio below um, some of it will be in German but um, there's usually a, a translation or the option on various browsers to translate so um, the language shouldn't be a barrier hopefully um, and more generally, please do let us know how you find this mini-series as we are trying to find different ways, how to platform different voices of frontline resistance and build the solidarity networks. Um, and also if you have any suggestions of groups and collectives that 
um, you're either part of that or that you would like to hear directly from, please do let us know. Um, we would be yeah, super interested in, um, in hearing how to continue this mini series and like build, uh, build the stories and um, yeah, learn, fr learn from each other directly. Um, and yeah, in two weeks, we'll be back with another episode in conversation with each other. So um, thank you so much for listening and we will see each other soon.